Uh, Rabbi Avram Biederman is with us live via telephone. He has had the uh, privilege, I think he'll call it a privilege, uh, to bring to the forefront, through his translation, uh, the works of Rav Moshe Feinstein on Chumash. Comments and perspectives based on lectures of Rav Moshe Feinstein Zatzal. The, the work was compiled by Rabbi Avram Shlomo Fischelis. And uh, Bracious and Schmos are now available. We are we are prompting everybody to go to artscroll.com, get the brand new Ramosha on Chumash. You'll be using it for the next half a year or so, the Bracious Schmosh volume. And um, and use promo code radio. When you use promo code radio, you get free shipping and a nice discount. How do you like that plug? Use promo code radio at artscroll.com. It's one of life's amazing rules. Always use promo code radio at artscroll. Dot com. Rav Moshe on Chumash is the brand new offering. Rabbi Avram Biederman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. The honor is mine. Great to speak to you, Nachum, as always. I appreciate that. How does this develop? Uh, I mean, many times we've seen books come out, not only from Art Scroll, but you know, all over, everywhere, um, based on notes, based on audio tapes, based on lectures. Uh, from people who sat and either recorded or literally took copious notes as the Torah giant spoke. Does that basically sum up how we've gotten Rav Moshe Feinstein's words on Bracious and Shmos into a publication? Okay, we were very privileged that Rabbi Avram Fischelis, was a close talmud of Rav Moshe, began writing Rav Moshe's notes when he was still a single fellow um, in Mesifta Jerusalem in the 60s. Wow. And as Rav Moshe spoke at Shalashudas, after Shabbos, Rabbi Fischelis would go ahead, young Avram Fischelis would go ahead and transcribe those, what, his comments. And that developed, and he published the first volume of Kol Rum in Hebrew in 1970 when he was still, a, I believe, he was a 19-year-old single fellow. Wow. And, ob- and, uh, and obviously, I would assume the, that that work was reviewed by Rav Moshe. The book had the Haskama of Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe trusted him. And with time, he began following Rav Moshe around, traveling with Rav Moshe. When Rav Moshe would go to a convention or a conference or an event or a fundraising event, Rabbi Fischelis would accompany him, and he would transcribe what he said there. Can you just spe- the- can you just speak to the Shabbos issue for a moment so people understand what's going on? It's one thing to do what I described in my opening, take copious notes as one sits and listens to a Torah lecture. But when one has to try to remember the exact progression, all the sources, and the conclusion of the Torah lecturer after Shabbos, that's a whole new ballgame. Yes, it is. So thankfully, it was at Shalashudas right. in Yeshiva. So it wasn't that far, it wasn't that far away. That's true. But Rabbi Fischelis was brilliant. He was a brilliant and a very accomplished person. He was, he was, uh, he was a powerhouse. I remember him very well. He was really a powerhouse in many ways. He, in the world of Chinuch, he was, he was a, he was an innovator. He was young. He was dynamic. I knew him a little later. I didn't know when he was 20. Um, but he was, he was dynamic. He was an innovator. He was, a, he was ahead of Turkhan East Side, which was then a, a, a very live, very, uh, very vibrant, uh, organization. And he had a, he, he was really, he was really a brilliant guy, fellow. And uh, he he was able to keep track of it, and he was able to write it down. And he had Ramosha trusted him yeah. to, to do so. Were there other volumes of Kol Rum after that initial? Well, one? Well, he gave him his notes. Right. So, just, so 
Rosh frequently gave him his notes. So long before Darish Moshe was printed, right. there are pieces that are in that appeared in Kol Rum that later appeared in Darish Moshe because he had access to Moshe's notes. So how many volumes of Kol Rum did we end up having? Okay, so uh, Rabbi Fischelz in his lifetime published three volumes of Kol Rum. He was well underway to prepare a fourth volume when he was um, when he was stricken and um, with and then he passed a year uh, several years later. But um, and is it Brachish Shmos and Vayikra that's that's out there? No, no. So the three volumes were the entire Chumash. Ah. Each volume was the entire Torah. I don't know that he was planning on doing a second volume when he published his first volume in 1970. Um, like we said, he was a young fellow, very young, and um, he when he published his work, um, Ramosha writes, uh, you know, he. He, he, he has asked comment from Rav on the first volume, on the second volume, and on the third volume. They were all published in Rav Moshe's lifetime. Uh, the fourth volume was probably going to be larger than, than the first three. He was putting everything else together. And what the family has done, the family has done a tremendous service to Kali Yisrael, and they have taken all the material, given it to an editor, who com- who put it all in order? We now have two volumes published in Hebrew on Chumash, Bereshit and Shmos, They've come out with several volumes on on Noadim, um, based on based on what their father had put together. Their father's Shchanel had put together. Um, they're putting out more in Hebrew, and um, what happened was Rabbi Shalos also put out an English volume called Bastion of Faith in the I believe it was in 1973. He published the volume in English. Um, what happened here was that uh, somebody saw it and wanted more of it, suggested that we do more of it, and the family graciously allowed us to take this new comprehensive, complete work and adapt that into English. And that's been a, 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 a tremendous success for us, for me personally, and for I believe for all of us, um, to be involved in this. So, is what, it, what, so are, yeah. the, are these the first of Ramosha's Chumash commentaries to be published in English? No, so I'm saying, no. We have Darish Moshe, which are right. taken from Rav Moshe's notes, but those are literal. Those are really translations of his notes. What we did here was when Rav Moshe spoke, he was, his his brilliance in many areas shone through. He doesn't need my askama, but I'm just <laughs> so people understand when he spoke, all of Torah came into play, and he made far flung references to things, and his. He, he was incredible. He had incredible power of homiletical power, power of drush, talent, talented for drush, and therefore when he spoke, he touched on many, like an octopus. Very often, it touched on the tentacles reached all over the place. They'll be very difficult, and, and that all appears in Kol Ram. What we did here is that we simplified it, and we took the, the thought that applies to the pasuk really, and kept that intact. We distilled the drusha and kept the thought on the Pasuk so that somebody could easily share it at a Shabbos table and bring out the lesson that Rav Moshe was bringing out without, without citing the many sources and the many other issues that, that he touched on in the Drasha. Uh, did Rav David Feinstein see this before it came out? No, he did not. He it, passed away. Um, he, unfortunately, he passed away while we were working on it. Um, I mean, perhaps even before we were talking about it. Uh, before we work on it, uh, I did speak to Ruvain about it, uh, you know, quite a bit. Interesting. Uh, there's a there's a, um, a a whole host of uh, of divrei Torah on on many different psukim for each parsha. This is not one of those 
deals where you have a parsha and you have one thought or one lecture uh, that side there's there are many many things that people will be able to gain uh and 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 uh, learn from uh from the safer it's called Ramoshan Chumash. i'm going to give one example because it is the arab shabbos bracious right biederman now is the that time. Is correct. Now is the time, is the time for, to get on board. Now is the time for new beginnings, <laughs> and and for those who need to uh, wait because they haven't gotten it yet, and they're going to start at Noach, they can do that also. But I'll supplement it by giving them a thought on Parshas Bracious. Vayikra Kim Larakia Shamayim. This is what's written on page forty of Rav Moshe on Chumash. Hashem called to the firmament heaven. This is how God refers to the sky above as Shamayim. As Rashi explains, the word for heaven, Shamayim, is a contradiction. It tells us about the heaven's properties. Samayim, it carries water, and Shamayim, there's water there. Eshumayim, it is made of fire and water. Why was it important for Hashem to create the heaven from fire and water, two contradictory elements? We also learned that Hashem originally made two opposite properties, light and darkness, function together in a jumble. Why did he do that? Only to then separate them to designate light for day and darkness for night. The Torah is teaching us a lesson, everybody. Every character trait can be used properly or improperly, and they must sometimes be used in contradictory ways. For example, a person who properly does not assign great importance to money and is therefore exceedingly charitable might wrongly apply that same value system to treat other people's money and property with abandon, rendering him a thief. Similarly, a person should be humble and unassuming, but he may not treat others as if they were unimportant. Hashem made the heaven of fire blended with water to show us that conflicting characteristics can exist together as long as each one is used properly. Indeed, in Brachas we learn Torah scholars increase peace in the world because they know how to appropriately apply each trait. This also gives us insight into the verse in our prayers, Oseh Shalom Bim Ramav, he who makes peace in his heights, the heaven made of fire and water, may he make peace upon us so we can correctly apply our contradictory character traits. On the other hand, Rather than having light and darkness function together, Hashem separated them so that it's light during the day and dark at night. This teaches us that there are situations where a person must be resolute and not compromise. Right, Biederman? Uh, I will tell you that um, that just from the simpleness of day and night, or of light and darkness, one can come up with brilliant Torah commentary. Yes, takes brilliant people to do that, and Ramosha certainly was. <laughs> no question about that. Uh, Ramosha and Chumash is the book, Comments and Perspectives, based on the lectures of Ramosha Feinstein. Is there a specific uh, a vart or a specific passage you wanted to cite uh, this morning as an example from uh, from the brand-new book? Yeah, I, ha- I had my own favorite, <laughs> and that is um, that's an, an earlier Pasek. Yeah. Just give me a second. No problem. Um, Sitting here exchanging different Torah on a Friday morning, not That's a bad, it. not a bad way to spend the morning. <laughs> That's right, and we're giving people the, uh, and we're giving people the opportunity to, to to say this over at their table and That's... share it with their families. If their whole family is not listening, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the pasuk tells us for the earth was astonished when the earth was astonishingly empty. Right. Rashi explains that the word sohu is related to toha. Astonishment, because the person would be astonished and amazed by the emptiness that was there. So Moshe asks, why? Well, it makes sense for a person to be astonished when he sees all the wonders of Hashem's incredible creation. Why would someone be amazed by seeing nothing? Considering that nothing had been created, no one was there to be astonished. Why did the Torah even allude to this description? So, in reality, the Torah is teaching us a tremendous lesson. We now we know. 
that we now know that although only vast emptiness existed before creation, there was the potential for Hashem to create the universe there. Mm. The astonishment is regarding why He allowed that emptiness to exist until, until then, rather than create His spectacular universe. Each person is given intellect, ability, and talent to study and to do good deeds. It's up to him to properly use them. If he does not, however, it is astonishing. For despite his potential to create, he's allowing amazing emptiness to exist instead. I love it. One would think one, one would think there's a benefit to being parv or a benefit to their to to them being desolate, and it's just the opposite. The aston- right. the aston- Any talent that we don't use is, yeah. is, is, is it's astonishing that we don't use them. That's what Ramosha is saying. Amazing. I love it. Uh, those of you out there, if you're in front of your computer or your phone, go to artscroll.com. Ramosha on Chumash is the name of the brand new one. Uh, it's on uh, Bracious and Shmos. I have to ask the obvious question, Ray Biederman. Any plans for Vayikra through Dvorim? We are working on it already. <laughs> Underway. And hopefully by the time we get to Vayikra, huh? Sometime during Chomish Bayikra. I don't know if it'll be after Parshat right. Bayikra, but during Chomish Bayikra, we will, Emir Hashem, have the rest of Chomish out. It's comments and perspectives based on the lectures of Ramosha Feinstein and um, compiled, of course, by Ram Shlomo Fischelis. And as we said, the English is a translation, the responsibility of. Um, Rabbi Avram Biederman, our guest this morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Mazel Tov on the brand new work. Pleasure. And our best regards, everybody at Art Scroll. Will do. Have a great Shabbos. Now. Rabbi Avram Biederman, Shabbat Shalom. Rabbi Avram Biederman, everybody. Uh, Artscroll.com. Go to Artscroll.com. Ramoshan Chumish. Discount plus free shipping if you use promo code radio. We can't make it any more enticing, folks. Discount and free shipping if you use promo code radio. You know the rule at Artscroll.com. The rule is always use promo code radio.